Welcome to the Sustainability Research Pod, a podcast where you hear about applied research into education and sustainability. This podcast is brought to you by members of the Sustainability Research Group hosted at London Southbank University. The Sustainability Research Group is a collaborative, multidisciplinary group actively involved in researching practice, policy and pedagogy relating to sustainability. This episode is a recording taken from the Sustainability and Climate Action Conference in June 2020. The session titled Bamboo Structures Using Bamboo as an Alternative Material in Construction is delivered by Jennifer Hardy from the School of Built Environment and Architecture at London Southbank University. Jennifer will be talking about bamboo structures, using bamboo as an alternative material in construction. Um, Jennifer, if you'd like to join us. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Cool. So thank you very much. Um, Hi, everyone. Um, uh, My session today is in relation to bamboo structure. So it's about um, using bamboo as an alternative material in construction. But um, what I'm going to talk uh, a little bit more in this session is on our experience in uh, doing bamboo uh, pavilion in, uh, in um, LSBU. So just a little bit about myself. So I'm an architectural technologist and engineer by background. Um, I'm a chartered construction manager so, um, and also architectural technologist. My research area um, and interest is in relation to building information modeling, uh, pedagogy, uh, collaborative working, and also sustainable design in buildings. So um, currently I'm a senior lecturer and also course director uh, for the BSc uh, Honours Architecture Technology and Architecture Engineering course at LSVU. Prior to that, um, I'm working as a senior sustainability consultant for BRE, which is Building Research Establishment, which is um, very well known on the sustainability and construction area. So my um, sort of work in there is concentrating on passive house, energy efficiency of buildings, BRIAM, code for sustainable homes, and so on. So um, I think I would like to start with um, talking about where we are in terms of the current challenges in the construction industry in relation to sustainability. So first thing is in relation to quarry of raw materials, especially um, those uh, relating to um, fossil fuel, um, for example, or um, uh, still, uh, they require quite a lot of um, amount of energy and water, um, as well as there is a risk of pollution and environmental damage as well. So these become major concern when the particular materials are not considered renewable or reusable. Another thing that we need to take into account in terms of the sustainability aspect of construction industry is on waste. So waste issue is another biggest challenge uh, within our industry. Um, especially if it's in relation to poor planning um, in terms of estimation, um, because this can lead into an incorrect procurement of materials and then also in terms of the poor handling and poor site management. So this can result in damage or compromise materials when they have to be replaced at the later stage. So many people also um, are is about a perceive, perceiving sustainable buildings to be quite expensive. 
Um, however, what we are hoping is as customer demand for sustainability grows, this actually becomes a less viable excuse. So also in terms of um, streamlining um, you know, sustainability design, which actually makes things um, you know, more cost effective. Um, in fact, actually, the average green building worth 7% more than a traditional one. And green buildings, if it's designed properly, are actually less costly to operate, which then makes them more desirable for clients, because then you have less um, cost in terms of operational energy. So according to the report, the market, also, the market demand for green buildings, uh, luckily enough, is doubling every three years as well. So we are hoping that this will be um, a major change point in the future. Um, in terms of the sustainable materials in, um, in specifically, um, there are current challenges. So First, of lack of awareness, so uh, either the client or supplier or architect or um, anyone else in terms of the professionals in the industry, not really aware of, um, you know, um, a really good sustainable materials within the industry. Also, in terms of knowledge on sustainable material use and what are the assessment tools that you can use as a benchmark to assess whether a particular materials is um, uh, sustainable enough. Also, another uh, challenge that we are experiencing at the moment is on the lack of legal requirements. So in terms of our Tensegrity Bamboo Pavilion, so we've done this um, with uh, Dr. Andrew Widio Wiatnoko. So uh, we've done this in March uh, last year at LSU, London Southern University. And uh, Dr. Andre is an architect and a structure engineer with expertise in bamboo construction. So Dr. Andre is from ITB Institute of Technology of Bandung, Indonesia. Um, so uh, our project is supported by academics from TB. So himself and also a couple of colleagues um, came uh, from Indonesia to see us at LSPUs. Um, and also we have um, a couple of LSB academics um, as well as students, multidisciplinary students from um, our courses across architecture, engineering and construction as well. So it was a really, really great um, hands-on experience. So it's a three days basically built a pavilion using low carbon readable materials. So this is the reason why we are using bamboo as one well of the materials. So what why are we doing this hands-on experience? Um, to share the awareness, raise the awareness to demonstrate how sustainable materials such as bamboo can be used to create an inspiring structure. And we aim this for everybody, so all the undergraduate and graduate students from all those three areas at LSBU. So just a little bit um, information in terms of what Tensegrity means, what Tensegrity structure is. So, tensegrity actually means and integrity. Here is the structure would consist of a compression members. So this is connected with wires or strings, and then you connect them to then for a balanced, stable uh, without actually connecting each compression member. So it's pretty cool in a way. Um, tensegrity structure normal normally using bamboo. Um, 
but at the moment they are normally quite limited and also temporary structure. So now normally they are being used for uh, temporary structures such as pavilion and so on. Anyway, so the tangent member bamboo integrity is in the form of wire or cable. So then the computer member of it is basically in the form of the bamboo pole. So the reason for this is because the bamboo has good elasticity as a compression member as well. For our pavilion, so we are actually using matte wire rather than string because it's quite a, a huge uh, structure and we need it to be quite robust. So the metal wire basically used um, as a construction to act as the tension member. And again, obviously we are using a couple of poles um, as the compression member. So the wires were then strengthened in the construction process to actually provide that rigid and stable structure at the same time as well. So um, the preparation stage. Um, it was quite nerve-wracking, so we've only got the confirmation of the design from uh, Andre to actually before the day of the construction. So we make sure that um, construction, clear communication, and also the cooperation um, basically plays a crucial role in making sure that the project is actually delivered on time. So it was quite a challenging thing at the at the at the time. And the first uh, challenge occurred when a decision needs to be made to measure that um, obviously the pavilion is being made or being constructed using a robust foundation. So we were thinking there were a couple of materials um, we um, thought about as part of the foundation. So the first one is concrete foundation. Uh, it was being proposed. But because of the short notice, because the short time span, uh, it was of two weeks, and also in terms of health and safety issue because we basically wanting to get the concrete foundation uh, made in our um, engineering lab, materials lab, but then it to be transported to site, which is actually quite um, uh, a couple of um, distance away, um, which is located next to the um, uh, student's uh, uh, bar. So this means that it's not really an ideal solution. So the second proposal was basically to use a thick steel beam foundation. Unfortunately, again, because of the budget constraint, but value engineering, so this was quickly set aside. And then we come up actually with a really brilliant idea. We basically have a concrete testing beam um, that no longer being used. So what we've done is actually using this as a sustainable solution of real use um, purpose. Um, for the concrete testing beam to then be used um, as uh, a foundation for the pavilion. Um, pretty cheap and as a solution at the same time as well. So, uh, day one. So, we've um, constructed this in three days. Um, we have um, quite a lot of our students and colleagues um, joining in and out, um, depending on their availability on the, um, throughout the three days which was really, really great. So the bamboo materials basically arrived on site. So we were basically um, uh, sifting through um, all the good um, bamboo materials, bamboo poles that we have, um, and our bus. And our lovely technician, uh, Graham, uh, basically um, sending us the, um, using the forklift, sending us the, um, uh, the reused, uh, repurposed uh, concrete beam, testing beam uh, to the site um, as part of the foundation. 
and we basically um, starting to make the outer grid um, of the uh, roof pavilion uh, basically so second day is when things become quite um, uh, full-on so we picked up where we left off uh, from the first day so we continue with um, securing and making the grids the structural grids roof um, and basically um, securing uh, each of the um, connection between the um, the grids and the frame the outer frame um, for the time being uh, using sort of uh, a tape basically Andre um, then after we secured everything using the tape uh, to make sure that all the grids are in place uh, and secured the wire um, the wire the steel wire the metal wire into each of the pole to create that tension for the roof on the day three we've got is basically um, the um, a really beautiful uh, roof structures um, of the bamboo uh, tensegrity pavilion. Um, what we've got is then we slowly, after we connected all the wires um, accordingly, we slowly reveal um, and take out all the, um, the tapes um, from again. And basically, uh, you can see um, the steel wire actually then holding the entire uh, roof structure. So we start working the bamboo columns um, actually then uh, you know, being going to be used to support the roof. So the security roof uh, canopy then fixed to the columns and we actually get um, our students but also uh, a couple of um, students who were actually in the in the um, student bar next door uh, to come and join us as well to help us lift the um, uh, roof structures to then actually being secured to the, um, the bamboo column. So and we believe that this is actually the first ever structure in the UK um, in terms of the integrity uh, bamboo pavilion. So we are really, really proud of it. So that's basically um, in terms of the integrity bamboo pavilion that we've done. So it's a hands-on experience. But bamboo itself, um, they can be used not only just for tensegrity within the construction industry, they can be used for other things as well. So there are quite a lot of um, benefit in terms of the future of bamboo within the construction industry. First thing is because the bamboo forest plays a role in controlling uh, water cycles, also in terms of reducing erosion and sequestering uh, carbon from the atmosphere and bamboo as a building material they are they are pretty high compressive they have a pretty high compressive strength and low weight at the same time as well and obviously you know they they use widely um as a uh, you know within the construction as a scaffolding um but obviously it can be used more than that um the beauty is that the increased use of bamboo does not pose a risk for bamboo forests on the contrary it actually creates an economic incentive for farmers to develop bamboo planting and also um, using bamboo shoots for everyday lives as well 
Um, other things you can do is in terms of using it as a steel substitute. So the use of bamboo in terms of a pie wall and a drainage system, for example. So this is a, a project in India. So they are using it as a mangrove uh, rehabilitation projects. So that can be one of um, a way to do it. Um, you can also use it as part of a laminated bamboo. So they are similar to glue lamb or um, laminated timber. So they are co comparable in the way. So this is a, a study done in 2017 by Sharma. Um, some others also using it as a concrete reinforcement. So they're using linseed oil actually to, um, to act as the bonding between the corrugate, uh, corrugated um, splint bamboo um, and concrete. So there are quite a lot of things that you can uh, look um, on and, um, you know, uh, find and use from uh, in terms of bamboo materials. Um, unfortunately, with every material, so it's not all just um, you know benefits so there are pro and con that you need to um, weigh um, there is a value engineering that you need to look into as well so there are also challenges in terms of bamboo um, that you need to take into account so one thing is in terms of even though bamboo is a fast growing a high yielding and easily renewable natural materials um, their ability to be used in a durable construction would need uh, continuous research and development, especially if you try to grow it in, um, in a, a country similar to our climate is, is completely different in terms of the strength if you compare it with how it is performing uh, a tropical country. Also in terms of structural efficiency, so although the structure of bamboo can be compared to other engineering materials such as steel, um, which is, has been shown, um, and also attributed the strength of um, an axial uh, reinforcing fiber as well, and also hollow uh, cylindrical uh, shape of the comb. So it's crucial to actually look at ways to develop efficient and collective structural joint as well, because this can be one of the tricky bit in terms of getting the right joint when you are uh, using it um, as part of a structure. So I think I will um, stop there um, in that case. And Neil, should I hand it over back to you? Hi. Yes, we will. We've got um, we've got one question lining up, and then some more might come in as we as we're talking. So thank you um, very much um, for doing that. I actually remember seeing the bamboo structure when it was in place um, on Kell Street, and it was just fantastic to see people putting it up and. Um, Everyone was really excited about it, so it, it did. It looks very cool. Um, Kerry asks a question: um, Do you think it's sustainable to transport bamboo into cities where it is not a local resource, such as London? And I guess that's kind of going into a topic that's come up a lot this week, which is about carbon footprint and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, it's it's it's. it's <laughs> I would say it it depends um, because at the end of the day, um, you you to pro and con the life cycle assessment of it, um, similar to timber as well, because we don't really uh, grow timber locally in, in London or in the UK. You know, most of the structure one is probably based in Scotland and all this. So yes, we do need to weigh that into account. Thank you. Um, John has raised his hand. So I believe we're going to go live um, to a question from John, which is exciting because we've not got to use this feature too much. I just wanted to contribute to that. I think um, uh, the, the sustainability element in bamboo is the fact that it can be sustainably managed, i.e. you harvest it, 
then you replant rather than you know destroying the virgin forest etc etc it's the same modality that you bring bamboo into cities that you bring timber into cities i just want to make that very clear is the fact that you can sustainably uh, uh, um, uh, plant bamboo harvest it process it and then don't have to change the location or go devastating you know rainforest and all other kind of uh, you know ecosystems while you are doing it I think that is the sustainable, key sustainability element in it. That's brilliant. Thank you very much, John. Thank you. Um, in terms of kind of like, obviously, I'm not an expert in this field. So in terms of how it works with other, resor other resources, I mean, what, 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 how well does it work when you, when you combine them with others? So they're very flexible. So you can actually even make really, really big. So in terms of big structure. Um, Andre himself, I think, he's done one which is um, something similar to this. So that he's actually making, I mean, this is in a tropical country. Um, they actually um, uh, constructed a, a mosque and a education center, um, you know, using just bamboo. So, yeah, there is, there is a big future, I think, in it. It's, it's ab those are absolutely stunning and they're so creative as well in, in kind of how creativity is another theme that's come up throughout this week. Um, John has raised his hand again, so we're going to go back over to John. Um, John? Yes, I just wanted to also re-echo that. I mean, many years ago, substantial research has been done on uh, the strength of bamboo at Eindhoven Technical University, for example, where it was found that bamboo has the same strength as steel. So why not using bamboo in all other places? But in terms of scaffolding, what you would normally use steel and what, so bamboo is an effective substitute, you know, for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it kind of goes back into the awareness as well, isn't it, John, that, um, uh, you know, research, innovation, innovative materials, of, um, uh, you know, a future uh, innovative materials, sustainable materials such as bamboo, I think is, is, is really important in terms of raising the awareness among the industry. It's, it's, it's very, very uh, important, especially when you take into consideration the earlier discussion, the majority of infrastructure and houses that needed to be built well into the 21st century will be coming from the developing countries. And what we don't want is the developing country towing the same development path that have been told by the developed countries, looking at how these materials can substitute, you know, for steel and other or concrete, for example. And these are available in the developing countries. Absolutely. And you can see the connection there. And it is very, very important and key. It's making this awareness, you know, to build, uh, build environment practitioners, especially architects and construction managers, to begin to think of how they can substitute these available materials that are renewable in a sense, you know, in places of those ones that are constructed out of finite resources. Absolutely. Thank you, John. Thank you. Um, Jenny, would you like to leave us with some, uh, a parting message um, either for, about, re about your industry or generally around sustainability? Oh, <laughs> tough questions Neil. Um, I think in terms of, I think it's just about the environment. I think it's about the triple bottom line. It's about understanding also social and economy, uh, um, you know, side of it. 
So when you are actually looking at something, you need to also look at how and improve the social, the health and well-being of you know the users or even you know the um, the, the economy as well. How you can actually take even current um, challenge that we have with COVID nineteen to actually improve on our development, on our condition, and um, to actually enhance our economy. So. Thank you very much. Um, thank you. There was a quote in the box. Um, Thomas said, um, thank you. Uh, thank you, Nature for Bamboo. I lived in Hong Kong for two years and was amazed at bamboo scaffolding over 50 stories high. We underuse nature's gift um, and it's biodegradable too. Um, thank you for that, Thomas. Um, we're going to we're going to move on to our next session, but thanks for joining us, Jennifer. It's really good to see you and thanks for sharing. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sustainability Research Pod. This is one of a series of podcasts where members of the Sustainability Research Group hosted at London South Bank University share their work and work with others in the sustainability field. Please share and subscribe to wherever you find your podcasts to automatically receive more episodes.